0: I'm Benedicta and this is behind the business podcast. Although your wage appears to be increasing numbers wise, in value wise it's not, right? It's actually going backwards.
1: I would like to just continue offering as much value as I can, reach as many people as possible. Yep.
0: And I have with me today the very first guest, Mr. Should I say the first name? Sure. Because we were just talking about it. Perfect um
1: Alua to me
0: Aluara to me to me or timmy as many people know him um merriman johnson and i also know that his other name is daniel <laughs> i don't know if you like that
1: no one calls me that apart from banks and official people
0: official people so we won't call him daniel but yes mr merriman johnson and also known as mr money jar oh my god so excited to have you we have been in the same kind of space online virtually and then physically for what, probably about, I think four years, like online lockdown-ish kind of time. And then last year we started doing a few more events where we got to meet each other physically. And now, um, yes, Mr. Money Jar is here as the first guest on my podcast. And I'm so excited to have him here. For those of you who don't know, he is an award-winning, award-winning, yes, I said award-winning content creator Finance content creator, and he has been on TV many times BBC, Sky, where else?
1: ITV News.
0: ITV News, yep. Um, and I'm sure many other places. And of course, he does lots of events, speaking engagements. But yes, in particular, the first time I came across Timmy was online on Instagram. And in terms of his content, it is amazing. I remember the first ever time I saw your page, I'm like, oh, this guy has taken. What do you call it posts to a whole new level like you have an eye for detail you have a way of putting your information together but in your own words tell us what mr money is about what um you know what you do and yeah why you do it
1: thank you for the lovely introduction <laughs> benedicta you're blushing am i i am <laughs> underneath all of this i'm blushing um I, I'm also, am i allowed to say that you're my accountant as well can we say yes, that conflict your, of it yeah your, it's your information. You've, you've been instrumental in my business journey and continue to be and your advice both on and off the spreadsheet is um really really it's really valued um by me so thank you for having me on the show mr money jar is all about making financial education accessible to people because not everyone has the opportunity to learn about this stuff at home or at school mm. And I know that money can be quite a scary topic for people, quite a taboo topic. so the whole purpose of how I do things is about taking my financial knowledge, so the stuff that I know, and taking things that I know that other people know, and then shoehorning the finance into it. So yeah. that's where like the Pringles and the Nando's <laughs> post come from. Yeah. That's where you know the stand up comes from all all the things I'm doing are just ways of tricking people into learning about money and finding it interesting. I
0: Tricking people into learning about money, yeah. and you do it so well. Like you said, Timmy will literally use Pringles to tell you about finances. Cadbury's, yeah, Mister. There's a lot of chocolate for some <laughs> There's reason. A lot of chocolate, Mister. Mister Money. men of you done. You've done Mister Men, have you? you Mister
1: men. men. Well, it's one of my aspirations to become one of the Mister Men. That yeah, that would
0: be amazing. After that, I
1: can just stop.
0: Hashtag whoever is in charge of that, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, you've done so many, but um like the title of the podcast says um this is behind the business like i said we've known each other for some time and um i know like you said because of our conversations that there are many things that look so glamorous on the outside and don't get me wrong you know loads of followers engagement tv um invites and all of that it looks amazing and it is probably great and i'm sure it's paying the bills um so from that front it's really good but i know we know as business owners and of course with Benny ratio finances I know that there is a whole load of stuff that happens behind the scenes that is like um not so glamorous mm. <laughs> and that i think that we would like to you know that i would like anyway to shed light on and this is not to discourage people for me i definitely think that everyone should be encouraged to having a business even if it's not formal and it's not massive but it's an for me a business is another stream of income I'm of sure course we'll talk about you know multiple streams of income so the same way you think about having you know shares um, or dividends, or whatever, or investments, property, etc. In addition to your nine to five, I think everybody should also have a business as another stream. So I would always encourage people, but I also want to talk about the realities. I'm a realist, right? I want to talk about the realities of running a business, and specifically, specifically for you, how you have found doing it on your own um, as someone who is a single founder. You know, you know, single founder. Of, you are the brand, so it's not like there's a partnership going on. Um, and also someone who's not working nine to five. So, you know, you are basically doing this on your own. has like running your business affected you or not affected you from a mental point of view, from a relationship point of view? You know, what are the pl- pluses and the negatives?
1: Yeah, there's so much to talk about when it comes to this. What I'll start off by saying is that I'm fundamentally very grateful to be in the position that I'm in. Um, when you work in social media, when you work in business, there's always the temptation to compare yourself to other people. Mm. How much money are other people making? How many followers do other people have? Uh, what are other people in my industry doing? And I do do that sometimes. I think that human nature makes you want to compare yourself to other people. But a rule that I also have when it comes to comparison is that you should only compare yourself to someone if you're willing to trade places with them entirely Mm, all the good and all of the bad wow Wow. and if you actually look at what's going on in other people's lives in totality or the things that they're showing you you'll realize that being you is hard enough work (laughs) and you should just
0: (laughs) stick to it yeah
1: so (laughs) i i actually compare myself now to timmy three four five years ago and i can actually do that to quite a granular level of detail Mm. because i've kept a journal for about six years now oh, wow. it's on my phone and it will also send me throwback entries to things that I wrote that day how yeah, many, how many years, years in the past things. so wow. I'm now getting throwback entries from 2016 Wow! if you told 2016 Timmy that I would have been on television that I would have been verified on like social media yeah. that I would have over 10k followers or like all of these things, things yeah. like his head top would have just come off <laughs> completely so yeah. I'm very, very grateful. And then not only that, but I have a business that allows me to pay myself, allows me to help out my friends and family. Yeah. And is still generating money. Yeah. Every time a new booking comes in, I'm like I probably <laughs> shouldn't say this. I'm like, really? it's this, this, still this, is, is, still <laughs> this okay, is still working? Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> like and I, I did an event last night and I was on stage in an auditorium and I was talking about pensions and I just had to pinch myself a little bit and say, "I'm at work. This is this is work. This yeah. is my job."
0: Oh my gosh, amazing!
1: So I'm very grateful. That doesn't mean that everything is good all the time, of yeah. course. So yes, I've been completely alone this entire uh, this entire time uh, up until recently. And if you look at like the word company, <laughs> like <it's>, you're supposed <laughs> you know, to be you know, working with other with people. Other people. Right, yeah. So what something about me is that. I have a background in financial research and financial pr like i've been doing this for 10 years i didn't just start making infographics out the mm. blue i used to run a graphic design business when i was mm, at uni really? so what i'm doing now is a culmination of all the work i've done up until this point and all the stuff i've learned by working with other people i've mm. had some really influential managers in the past mm. that have taught me how to research stuff how to use spreadsheets and, and so on but I don't have that now, and that is a huge blind spot to me, I'm aware of the fact that like, if I'm not continually having conversations with people, if I'm not reading stuff, then I'm actually moving sideways in my personal development, and I am keen to get into, like, I'm just constantly having conversations with people to try and learn, I learn a lot from you in the conversations that we have, but I'm keen to get into a position where I can work with people just so that I can have some company, have some literal company (laughs) um, in my business. So that's one thing. Also, social media is such that you're working not just nine to five, but potentially 24 seven. And so the way that you use your time, taking down time, making sure that you're sleeping properly, make sure you're looking after yourself Mm. is also very important. Um, The way that I structure my day has evolved over time. But now I've come up with a model that sort of works. So, I think of the twenty-four hours of the day as being split split into eight eighths. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um. Or two two sets of like four quarters. So if we start from midnight. yeah One to three, three to six, and six to nine—that's yep. time for sleep and being yep. in bed. Nine to twelve, yep. I exercise. And mm-hmm. I do kind of personal mm-hmm. admin. Twelve to six. I'm working. Yeah. Six to nine is eating and kind of chilling, yeah. and then nine to twelve again is reading, getting ready yeah. for bed. So, I try and allocate stuff to like the zones in the day. Mm-hmm. I used to do. Th- I used to set myself tasks of doing things at a specific time, like I'm gonna go to the gym at this time, mm. and that was like very pressurizing for me because if yeah. I missed that time, then it would be like, oh, I'm a f-
0: <laughs> so yeah, I failed a bit But if
1: I go, do you not. Know this is what this three-hour period of my mm-hmm. day is dedicated towards, I like then that. that gives you a lot more leeway. Yeah. Um, so that's just some of the things I've been doing to just structure my time and use it well.
0: Just talking about that as well, so... One thing that is for sure, when you are running a business, exactly what you just said, there's no manager to say, hey, have you done this? Where's the deadline? You, there's no meeting. There's no official meeting that someone's going to say, where's the papers or whatever. And so in terms of being disciplined with time, mm. it is so important. You have to be the kind of person who will get up and do it because you want to do it, not because someone is whipping you behind. Yeah. Um, and I like what you say that relieving yourself of the pressure of, okay, 9 to 9.30, like being so specific, but actually giving yourself a window so that way you can phase in and out of the different things that you're doing um, and relieve the pressure. And I will definitely agree in terms of the social media world. In lockdown, I don't even know how I was alive because I think I literally was up 24 hours a day. I remember working all night multiple times um, obviously, this was in the early stages stages of my business, so I felt that it was necessary, and I, you know, I am reaping the rewards of it. But I remember literally working all night, going to bed at like six, seven o'clock in the morning, waking up at like nine o'clock, having a quick shower, brushing my teeth, and logging onto my laptop for my nine to five. So at nine when 30.
1: you get into that mode, it's <coughs> almost like you're awake, and sleep is kind of like a long blink, and then you're awake again, literally. and you do go a bit. And crazy. then all
0: the days just run into one. Yeah,
1: they just all mesh into one.
0: And yeah, it, it it isn't good.
1: The stay-at-home orders we got, looking back, were actually quite serious. Um, I listened to a podcast in the last week, and it said that one of the most important things you can do, at the start of the day, to literally tell your body, okay, it's time to wake up now, yeah. is to get sunlight into yeah, your eyeballs yeah, at the start yeah, of the day. And yeah. if you don't do it, then chemically and neurologically. You're not set up for that day. Mm. And just think about how many people weren't doing that when we were staying at home. Yeah. It's weird to think about the pandemic because it's in the past, but it's, it's still just weird. Has to, so much yeah, of a, yeah. still dealing with the repercussions.
0: Literally, literally. So let's talk about that. So you are in the middle of a pandemic. You're running your business. Your follow account is growing every day. Mm. So m- technically more people know you. Mm. Do you feel like you know more people?
1: No, not at all, because it's kind of it, they're just numbers on a screen right yeah. and people you'll have people that i'm very very grateful for who will like your content they will share it they'll comment mm. but again those people unless you've met them in person are just a handle or just whatever their Literally. display picture happens to be and this year and last year i've started to make it out to events and i'll most events i I'll go I'll, i go to i'll have someone be like timmy <laughs> and i'll be like it's who are you? Yeah, I, I literally <laughs> won't know who they are. Who, like, tell me your handle. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, we spoke on DMs at yeah. that time. So um, I've really enjoyed, since COVID has kind of become less of a thing, going out and meeting people in person. Real life is where it's at. Real life is literally. very, very important. There yeah. would be no online if people didn't do things yeah. offline and take pictures and videos and then post it online.
0: Exactly, and I think like even with this like generation or this, I say this generation, we're part of it, but even the younger ones, even younger ones coming up, um, there is definitely this tendency that, you know, if you're not online and big online, then you're nowhere and you're nobody. Yeah. But um, like you say, in reality, you need the offline to have the online, basically.
1: Until AI takes over, which it will. (laughs)
0: Let's Um, not get into that. (laughs) And
1: and the internet just creates itself. Creates itself
0: and creates fake pictures and puts, yeah, Yeah. anyway, it is scary. But yeah, you do need the reality and exactly what you're saying. So there's a proverb that says, an African proverb that says, if you want to go far, if you want to go fast, go alone but if you want to go far go with others how would you relate that to your business would you agree with that how have you seen that playing out in your business and in your life
1: yes yeah, so I would say uh, through working alone I've done the go quickly bit mm. but I need to transition to going to the f- going far bit mm. I've experienced a lot of growing pains in the business particularly this past six months where I've had periods of feeling demotivated mm. overwhelmed um kind of like how you described yourself feeling in lockdown and i've recently started working with my cousin he now comes to events and films me and nice. he helps me to edit stuff as yeah, well Yeah. and made me realize the reason why i've been feeling so bad is i've been trying to do everything myself yep <laughs> and i haven't really been able to let go of perfectionism and i've wanted to control everything and it's just not possible the volume of work now is not such that I can yeah. do it by myself nor should I yeah I can't go to an event to be on stage and, and be filming film myself that's impossible yeah, yeah and so it's been really really cool to spend time with my cousin Ayo um he's three Shout months out. older than me yeah <laughs> I, I, Ayo Ayo Day. he's three months older than me uh so we're really close in age but he was always in the year above because the cutoffs in yeah, September yeah. but even just this week we took a trip up to Manchester together. We realised we're both thirty three years old. This is our first time leaving London together as cousins. So wow. I've really forget the money, forget the work yeah, and stuff. It's yeah. just been nice to be with someone and to spend yeah. time with them. And then it's not he's not, you know, the first person I've started working with because of course I work with you. I very much consider you a member of my team. Um or the the team. Um I work with a literary agent, a talent agent. So there is this network of people who I work with, but I think the thing for me now is after three, four years of doing this, the next stage is bringing in people, creating a team and going going far, not just going, going quick. Far. Yeah. Because you go quick, you might crash.
0: Exactly, and I think that's what many of us did. And don't get me wrong, there was definitely benefits uh, from the going quick, going alone, but I th- definitely would agree with you that having a team is where it's at for sustainability, Um, And for longevity of any business, of any company, when we talk about the typical ones, Amazon, Coca-Cola, whatever, McDonald's, they are who they are because there are, are loads of people, thousands, hundreds of thousands, probably of people who do everything from cleaning to, you know, the thinking to strategy to everything in between to machinery and all of that. So if we're if we're hoping for such success, then we need to be like that.
1: The thing is, there were there were some mindset shifts that I had to have around my business, mm. which I still am dealing with, actually. for Due to work that I've done in, in therapy and through coaching, I actually realized that I didn't think that I had a proper job
0: mm. for a long time. That's, that is something. That is something. For
1: a very long time.
0: I'm internally taking that in for yeah. myself as well.
1: I didn't think I had a proper job because particularly in lockdown, I was just posting stuff on the internet mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. raised in a household where like if I was doing the thing I was supposed to do, I'd become a lawyer or, or do some sort of other profession. Yeah, But consultant. I had something that was kind of, even like now, sometimes I say, Mr. Jar doesn't feel like a job, it just feels like a side hustle that went too far. <laughs> and I need to <laughs> tell myself that it's yeah. actually, no, this is your full-time thing. So for a long time, and the way that this manifested was very interesting. I would find it difficult to send invoices to clients because mm. I didn't feel like I deserved to be paid wow. the money. Yeah, yeah, And I'll go through periods of like, oh, I'm really excited to be working, and then, oh, should I do I even should I even be doing this? this? real, yeah. So, with that mindset, I didn't necessarily feel like I was the sort of person that could hire someone or, mm. or work with someone, yeah, and I had to yeah. do a lot of work on my self-love and my yeah. self-worth to feel like I was doing something that was yeah. worthwhile
0: so as your accountant and you told them not me i can definitely confirm that he has a job because the amount you're earning from your business is more than some people's annual salary right yeah. probably it's twice more, it's
1: more than i've ever twice earned some in, people's
0: annual, annual salary yeah,
1: it's more than i've ever earned in a So you job,
0: are so. working you have a job and i think that's uh, that's a very important thing like you say and background has has an important part to play because if you do grow up in a household where actually so someone like my mom my mom is a nurse unless you get up, put a uniform on and go somewhere, you're not working, right? That's what they consider work, the physical aspect. And so it's like you sitting on a laptop all day, in your mind, it's like, is that good enough? Is that really work? There
1: are also some really bizarre moments, Benedicta, where in 2020, I did a series of Sky interviews.
0: Mm, Yes.
1: In one of them, I'm wearing a shirt and (laughs) suit jacket up top and I'm wearing pajama bottoms, (laughs) and slippers underneath. Yeah. There's a picture that I hope never sees the light of day <laughs> doing that. So I'm doing all this financial stuff and I'm just, I'm in slippers. I'm in yeah. like literally Tesco value <laughs> slippers. And yeah, so yeah. The, it the is work. It's if work. someone
0: is willing, from a business point of view, I love business, I'm all about business. I always say if at least one person is willing to pay you for what you're offering, whether that's a physical product or a, a, a service, you have a business.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it, it is fundamentally, and yeah, I've, I've, I've taken this from our conversations and from learning from you, it is about providing value to people. Yep. And all it means is that the ways in which that's done are changing. Traditionally, exactly. you'd be in a in a factory, then an office or yeah. in a field or, or something. And now it is digital and it is remote. And yeah. um, I actually found out in the last couple of weeks because I'm signed up to the Office for National Statistics newsletter, they sent they have lots of cool tools and calculators, and they sent round a how many people do your job calculator. So I went into it, I put in the word influencer. I don't really like to call myself an influencer. I like to go with content creator. But we put in the word influencer. And in England and Wales, there are 47,000 people wow. with a job under the banner of actor, presenter, or entertainer. And okay. that includes newer media jobs like YouTuber and social media influencer. So it's actually by government official standards, like a job.
0: An official job, exactly. And you're being paid to do it and you're adding value and people keep on coming back, right? Um, I think that's another thing, like one hit wonder. There are some some fads that come, but if you've been doing this for years and years, you've got customers who keep on coming back, you are definitely in the business. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like you say, it's that space of actually (laughs) it's not it's not a side hustle on steroids it is a limited company we pay taxes you pay taxes um, a lot of taxes for the money that you earn so you know just like you know anybody else is able to take up their space you are able to take up your space mr money jar is able to take up its space so talking about the whole uh, relationship side of things. Now you talked about you know you're enjoying getting out there, meeting people, even things like this, right? Yeah. And we've got other people in the room, like you know talking to people, having real conversations. Mm. How are how are you planning to continue doing that um, into the future for the you know for the future of your business, basically?
1: Yeah. So on the going quick point, yeah, I think one of the things that's helped me to behave in a more sustainable way is to remember the vision that I had when I started this. When I started this in 2019, 2020, I always said it was gonna be a 10-year project. So for as long as money is coming in, I'm gonna continue doing it until Mm. I'm 40, I'm 33 now. Mm. And when you are In the day-to-day it can feel like I need to get back to this email really quickly I need to post yet another thing you can get really in your own head but when you zoom out and you go actually I have ten years to make an impact and to do the thing that I want to do that so you may still try and do the day-to-day stuff and hit the milestones but you also realize that you're taking things one year at a time yeah a year made up of four quarters i like yeah. to set quarterly goals yeah. and then you just break down those goals into like the months and yeah. weeks yeah. so over the next 10 years how would i like to continue developing I, I would like to just continue offering as much value as i can reach as many people as possible yep. and i like looking at what other people are doing in the ecosystem as well and i think what seems to the value that i seem to be providing i think is around financial education yeah um been very lucky to work more and more with young people. I gave a Q and A in front of a hundred year rates the other day, wow. and I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about my youngest brother, who's seventeen now, mm-hmm. and how are those people going to yeah. learn about money? money yeah. yeah, yeah. In yes. an ever, an increasingly changing world. Yeah. When I was a kid, or well, when when we were both kids, what was it? It was 40p. <laughs> and 70p 40 for children to get on the bus and 70p for adults Adults, and you drop your thing on the tray and they take the thing now you can pay for the bus with your phone so goodness knows what it's going to be like in 20 30 years time you'll probably beep your forehead or something (laughs) um
0: yeah that is honestly it's crazy and i would say that it's even more reason why you need to um connect with other people because like you say if you're on your own and you're not having those conversations you're not developing you are basically becoming stagnant and actually in a world that is continuing to go forward stagnancy is the same as retrogression Mm. right we talk about how um sorry to be technical but we talk about how you know wages have not increased um sorry wages wages can sometimes increase but if inflation is higher Mm. than the amount that your wage is increasing Mm. although your wage appears to be increasing numbers wise in value wise it's not right it's actually going backwards and so from an educational from a business point of view from a relationship point of view I would definitely say that the value is also in connecting with these younger people whose minds are like, they get stuff so quickly because they, they are literally born into this. The
1: children alive today yeah. are the most technologically advanced, yeah. switched on yeah. and connected generation to have ever existed. Yeah, literally. The yeah. questions that they were asking me, the very first question was, so what are we going to do about inflation?
0: We in year eight? In year eight. Wow. This is
1: a 12, 13-year-old. <laughs> wow. And I had to clear my throat and go, um, I yeah, I mean, they, they, they asked about the impacts of cashlessness in society. There were questions about cryptocurrency. Mm. There were questions about credit scores. Because wow. whereas when we were younger, we were young enough to remember life before the internet, you're like, oh, how old is that celebrity? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go back to watching TV now they can search it up. Yeah. They can actually get a video explaining yeah. to them. So investing into that generation is, is really key, I think.
0: And connecting with them. So one of the things that I found for my business is also hiring quote unquote um, the support of such people because what I realise is, um, and there's another proverb. Sorry to be so proverbial, mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's another proverb that talks about you know what and what a, what a, what a young person lacks in. Um, lacks it basically bringing the fact that an older person has much more experience, although the younger person might be faster, right? They don't have 10 years of experience Mm -hmm. and vice versa. I might be, I might have loads of years of experience, but maybe I'm not as fast on the internet or whatever. Right. And I've definitely found a place whereby when I'm hiring people, yes, I might be paying them or some of them might be volunteering, but I see it as me giving my experience and them also helping me with their technological savviness kind of thing. And so I think in terms of the going far bit, you know, those, such partnerships are, are really good. They work a lot and I, I definitely have, you know, my, the people that assist me saying, oh, I've learned so much. Oh, this is so great to be part of this. They don't even realize I'm learning from them. No, just, <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're,
1: yeah, I, I love the fact that you said that because I was going to say, how um, how do you see the exchange of value? It should really be a mutual exchange of yeah. value, I think, because yes, you're showing your experience, but they're growing up, the stuff that we consider, like we remember, going on the internet, right? Yeah. You sign on to the modem, it's like, yeah, yeah. Know. Like know. The, the phone <laughs> is like engaged, but there are people for whom, like the internet is just here. You wanna listen to a song, just, all the songs yeah. are just there. And we have a lot to learn from them. I try to be a net listener mm. in every situation I can, or as many situations as I can be in. And I also try to be, if I can, like the least clever person in mm. the room, just 100. so that I can, yeah. and that includes from young people. Uh, the other thing that fascinates me about that generation is that they're going to live into the next century
0: that's true
1: like any children that are being born now are yeah. going to live into the 22nd century yeah goodness knows what iPhone's going to be i've
0: never thought about that you yeah. think so far <laughs> i've never
1: i zoom out a lot <laughs> yeah so there's stuff we can learn from them you're not sure. planning
0: to live into the next century
1: we'll see <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens with ai and and blockchain and,
0: <laughs> and all those <laughs> kinds of things there honestly um One last thing before we round up. What would be your advice to anyone who uh, wants to be in business or wants to be a financial content creator? Maybe not financial, a content creator and, you know, have business in that kind of sphere. Just from your experience, from what you've learned over the years, what would your advice to them be?
1: You should just focus on doing what you love. Yeah. You should really, really focus on doing what you love because life is long Hmm. and stuff gets boring. So if you focus on doing what you love, you'll still continue to do it even when things get tough. Yeah. And in this global community, this global village we live in, the rate of change in society today is so much so that there are more data points being generated than there are hours in the day mm. to learn them. Mm. So the reason why you have a job, why I have a job, is because when people wanna know how money works, when people know how accounting works, they're like, I don't have the time to learn that, but I know this person is trustworthy and authentic and dedicates all their time to learning that. So if you just specialize in anything, it Mm. could be literally anything, and you're able to speak to people, whether it's in front of a camera or an audience of people and communicate your passion and your knowledge and your expertise for that, of course people wanna pay you, of course people are gonna wanna engage with you. Focus on what you love, the money will follow
0: yes amen to that thank you so much it's been so lovely talking with you and hopefully we get to do this again another time soon i'd love to thank you for having me (laughs) thank you